queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Queen's Takeover Podcast is sponsored by W Energy. W Energy is an energy and dietary supplement. Supplement contains coffee fruit extract and is a energy drink you can mix at home with no jitters and no crash. You can receive your starter sample packs, shakers, energy drink tubs. You got shirts, individual packets. Um, it contains all flavors such as beach and peach, which is a mango white peach cooler, which happens to be my favorite. We got Dragonade, um, Dub Sludge, Galaxy Grenade. You can get all this at w.gg and use the promo code QTBowDown to get 10% off your order. And that is w.gg QTBowDown for 10% off that helps support W Energy and your Queen's Takeover. Someone on Twitter referred to this past week as one of one of the greatest week, weeks in wrestling because you had Raw, SmackDown, tearing it up. You had the whole like AEW versus NXT on Tuesday. We will get into all of that. However, um, we're recording this on Saturday night, and something interesting came along my timeline earlier today. Because after Logan Paul got done pretending to box, I, I still don't favor him much in the ring. I don't give a shit. Um, his dumbass said that he was coming back to WWE. And challenging Hall of Famer, the legend, Rey Mysterio, to his United States Championship. Jolie, what the fuck? Okay, now hear me out. I'm having one of Kayla's feelings on this one. <laughs> oh, God! Okay. I, I have a feeling because they don't want to break up LWO that they will have Logan Paul be the next United, uh, United States champion. And that way, Santos can fight Paul and beat his ass. Aha. Uh-huh. So when he, you sent that to us a couple hours ago, I was like, so this is what Kayla feels like. This feels like indigestion. Like your like basically like your throat just falls down into your stomach and it's like it's like son of a but then I thought about it I'm like you know as much as I hate loathe despise wish he would get explosive diarrhea in the ring every time he steps through the curtain because I think he's a giant walking talking piece of shit this would be the best logical way for Santos to get the title properly because. Again, I don't think you want 
LWO fighting each other, especially not now with uh, their whole issue with um, Hurt Business 2.0. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's sad that it's going to take him fake fighting to win a title. Because that's all he does in that boxing ring. I'm sorry, I watched pieces of that match floating on Twitter, uh, TikTok and people are like, what the fuck is this? I-, I will say this, out of the two Paul brothers, Jake is the legitimate uh, boxing athlete. Okay. Jake, Jake actually busts his ass training. Okay. Logan, on the other hand, does hand jobs to get a match. <laughs> oh my God. And I have a feeling like when Logan would probably show up because... Santos tr- uh, tweeted out to uh, Logan, hey, Logan Paul, the, after that embarrassing display, you're in no position to demand a title opportunity. I've got, I got a rematch coming with Rey Mysterio. So it's like, so it's like, if Santos gets a rematch against Rey, Logan will sh- show up, cause a DQ or cause some shenanigans and then probably demand a title match after that. But, I mean, Caitlin, it's like, uh, Jolie's saying all the time that uh, she's rubbing off on her, but now you're rubbing off on her. Like, you're rubbing off. It's like backwards now. (laughs) Girl, those vibes are strong. They're contagious. I was waiting for the opportunity for you guys to finally get it. And Jolie's uh, Jolie's finally got it. So, Kat, you're going to be next. But I actually want to agree because I did see that tweet before you tweeted it out. Okay. um, Or sent it to us. I was just like... I, and the funny thing about that, I couldn't, I didn't remember, I had seen something saying that he was coming back and it was going to be a, um, he was indeed going going for a title reign. Um, it was either between the United States or the Intercontinental. And I'm thinking if you go after Intercontinental, how many angry people you're going to be because of the reign that he's done. Mm-hmm. Um or Rey Mysterio, but like we said, we don't see them breaking up LWO, especially the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. Um, LWO is not going to break up anytime soon, obviously, because of what happened to Carlito. Carlito's mm-hmm. going to need revenge. He's going to want revenge. So, Oh, yeah. So it's definitely, you know, as much as I hate that, I mean, like I said, his I like his theme. It's a killer theme, but Logan Paul is no... I would rather Austin fucking Theory have the title back. If you want to give it to somebody, give it to Austin Theory. Give it to Grayson Waller. Hell, give it to L.A. Knight to show him has some gold. Or, hell, at this point, give it to Solo Sequoia. I don't care. At least everyone I just named shows up every day to SmackDown and works their ass off. Right. Just not show up and demand a rematch. Yeah, and it's like I got a bad feeling. It's like if he does win the title, he'll take off for a little bit, then come back and stuff like that. So it's just like, oh my god. Well, what's Crown Jewel or Survivor Series? Crown Jewel. Okay. So it's like, do they pull the trigger at Crown Jewel or wait till after Survivor Series so we can possibly get a Mysterio versus Mysterio? You know, we'll dive into that on the next episode because we're taking care of some fantasy booking on the next episode. Okay. All right. So I'm going to split these next two topics up uh, between the ladies and everything. So, okay. So I referenced earlier uh, Tuesday, uh, 
Tuesday was the whole WWE versus NXT. I mean, I'm sorry, NXT versus AEW. And most of the time you heard about it was due to Tony Khan. And there's a point where it's like, yeah, you want to promote your brand and everything. But this man went way overboard. I couldn't tell by his tweets this week if if he actually owned and ran the company or if he was just like a big-ass fanboy. And I think a lot of people were turned off about it, too. And Jolie, it was just plump fucking ridiculous. That That's um, putting it lightly. I think somebody, whether it's Kenny Omega, whether it's the Young Bucks, whether it's Cody fucking Rose that calls over and says, hey, man, stop fucking tweeting. You're... You're ruining shit because we only knew about what was happening on NXT because what was said on NXT and the NXT brand Twitter feed promoting it. Mm -hmm. That's all we knew. And commercials. But HBK really didn't tweet much. I think maybe John Cena put out a tweet, you know, to promote Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Carmelo put out a little something. But those are the actual athletes on the show and then you know this whole head-to-head champion versus champion and you know it was complete and utter bullshit in my eyes because i'm gonna put it like this there was nothing on tnt wednesday night they could have called up daddy warner brothers and said hey can we just put this on tnt Wednesday night. But I think because baseball was on TBS, they didn't want to compete with that. So, you know, he tucked tail and went Tuesday night. He could have done Thursday night as well. There's nothing on Thursday night as well. In his defense also, um, I think he was doing it for his birthday as well because Tuesday was his birthday. So I don't fucking care. That's the one defense I'll get. That's the one thing I'll put in his favor if he was doing it for a birthday. But dude, not even, there was barely any time on this, this, on Tuesday where he did not tweet something. He did not say something. He did not promote it. And WWE didn't do a goddamn thing. And he was putting down Triple H. He was putting down Shawn Michaels. He even called out bullshit on Vince McMahon and then, the AEW drones were saying, oh, they got him. Like, and every WWE fan's like, no, we know Vince McMahon's a giant walking, talking pile of shit. But without him, you would have no Tony Khan. So shut up and sit the fuck down. Right. So, you know, it's, it honestly got so fucking ridiculous to the point where he used his mother recently. Or was it yesterday that he posted something about his mother? Yeah, he was like saying like while he was taking care of his mother, some of his AEW superstars were coming to him saying that WWE is contacting them uh, for pos- and saying about possible tampering, about uh, trying to like nug them into like uh, breaking their contracts and stuff like that. So, which no proof has never been given yet. There's proof for Keith Lee. There's proof with Jeff Hardy. Uh, I think there's proof with Paige. That he contacted them while they're still technically under contract. And there's possibly proof with Edge as well. 
but I haven't been able to confirm nor deny that. So that one is a giant question mark. But it's just fucking ridiculous that he has to feel the need to make things personal when you had Vic Joseph who lost his father on Tuesday. I read that. I did read that. And we definitely want to extend our condolences for his loss. Go out and do a fantastic announcement. Announcing. You couldn't tell. He was spot on. He was great that night. And, you know, it was just the fact that he constantly uses excuses and does all this bullshit. I'm going to put this right there. I want to say this straight up. If Tony Khan does listen to any of these podcasts, I hope he listens to this one. When I say, Tony, you put your mother before your company. That, that that's one you don't you do not put your company before your mother at any point we had a gm similar situation to you wasn't the mayo clinic um it was thomas jefferson hospital um and he was up there taking care of his mom you know what he did as a gm he assigned an assistant general manager to take over and do all the business details and if he absolutely 100% needed to contact them, they would have. So by saying that your employees contacted you while you were with your mother means you put your company over your mother and it means your employees didn't respect you enough to leave you alone during a hard time. If you wanted to, to talk about that later with your with the that's fine but don't put it out there don't use your mother like that because that's honestly disgusting and sick Mm -hmm. um i mean as somebody who is a mama's girl like i am I, i would never use my mom as an excuse never use her in that way and i the fact that he did and like you know people like oh now they're disrespecting his mom like no 100 percent, dude i am so happy that mama Khan be cancer that she rang the bell mm-hmm. but don't don't use her like that dude you don't use a you don't use a parent like that that i that, lost my mom yeah like to me that was utterly disrespectful and then there's this one guy who goes by the name of dorby allen on twitter oh saying, i've seen his tweets jesus christ he's like you know all these people are mad about you know you know bitching about Adam Copeland and blah blah blah. I'm like, nobody was mad that he signed with the company. People were just mad that he they, they felt that he lied. That was it. You don't say that I'm done wrestling, and then go, go yeah. to a company that has a history of hurting its wrestlers. Like, and I don't even understand half of the title changes that happened on dynamite like no offense to orange cassidy uh well we're gonna let kayla get into that but, but i'm just saying no no offense to orange cassidy but i think was it ray phoenix yeah who, he should i'm sorry don't get me wrong orange cassidy decent dude but i think ray should have had it longer and then why did they take the title off of Sheeta, give oh, it to age and then have her two months later give it back to her 
Like she only de- uh, defended the title what twice, once or twice, I think. Uh, I'll, I'll double check that in a second. Yeah, but just like I, I didn't, I just didn't understand that show at all. It's like I get it that you wanted to compete, and him saying that though they were going to have over a million, and they didn't even break. They barely broke six hundred, and like I said before, how they are repackaging Brian Pillman to Alexis King. I think somebody said had over 2.2 million views on between Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Like that's right. how people are interested in that character. Yeah. But somebody needs to take uh-huh. Tony's phone away. Yeah. So Tony needs to get off social media. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's like, from what I read, it's like you put up some great title matches and everything, but he overdid it on the Twitter. All right, Jolie, take a break. Kayla. Okay, so as between all three of us, you're watching the most AEW these days and everything. As as uh, Jolie alluded to and everything, we did have a couple of title changes and everything. Okay, so for the international title, it was originally supposed to be Moxley going against Ray Phoenix, but he wasn't cleared to wrestle, right? Right. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, Okay, so Ray Phoenix went against uh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy got the title back, and then Sheeta had her rematch against. Uh, she had a rematch for the title against Soraya, and she also got the title back. So, Diamond Tuesday. What did you think? What did you think from watching the show? Well, from Tuesday, technically, like I saw a lot of tweets that it was Orange got thrown in there. Let me clear that up. That was not the case. Okay, because Tony Khan was originally backstage saying that Mox wasn't cleared, that he needed to find a replacement. Well, Hook came up and says, it needs to be orange. He never got his rematch. And I think he deserves it because he held it for so long. Okay. Um. So Orange walks up. Tony's like, hey, um, do you want your rematch tonight? He goes, yeah, that's fine. Okay, whatever. He says, do you not want it? Yeah, sure. I want it. I'll go. You know, it was just because that's how he is. He talks, you know. So he goes out there and I mean, I was ecstatic. I wasn't expecting him to get it back. And then the fact, you know, I've stated before we knew we were originally getting Ray Phoenix and John Moxley. We knew we were probably going to get a two time, the first ever two time AEW international champion. Um, then we find out Mox wasn't clear, and then the fact it was Orange Cassidy and that he got it back. I felt that vibe back for him. Okay. And and I read something that um oh she's wearing the um Zoolander again. I like that. Stats been wearing a Zoolander attire. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway, she, not she, um, he has stated saying if he ever got the title back, he would aim for something else. Only what that means, a new shirt of a certain faction has been released. So I think Orange is going to try to push towards something else for two other people in that faction, and I hope it does come true. Um. Because, in a way, honestly, fans have said what they wanted. Yeah. And, in a way, he's delivered. 
So I'm kind of hoping everyone keeps pushing it. I'm going to keep pushing it and pushing it until he does. It happens to the best of um, As far as Sheeta goes, I am so happy for her for three time. But I, like I said, I still don't understand why I take it off to begin with. Um, yeah. But but I think I've also heard that they want Soraya to feud with Tony Storm without a title being involved. So that might have a lot to do with it. Um yeah, <laughs> but hey, it was. I actually enjoyed the episode. It was actually really good. Um, okay. and my and I did tune in. People, you can't see it. And you're probably if you if we were streamed, we could see it. I have a nightmare family flag on my wall. Um, I did tune in the NXT for a little bit because of Cody Rhodes. Okay. Um, and I went back and forth a little bit, but specifically. On okay. the, um, AEW, but I'll get I'll get to NXT in a second. I enjoyed it; it was good. Okay, awesome. And then, of course, it's like you had like uh, Adam Adam showing up, and then uh, and then all like all the bullshit with like MJF and everything. Come on, get her stack, get her. Oh Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, y'all. Adam- I'm, I'm watching AEW Collision. If you hear me yell, go get her stat. I'm watching stats match defend against Sky Blue. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then it's like Adam Copeland had his match against Luchasaurus, and then all the bullshit that happened with MJF and everything. That whole segment, absolutely ridiculous, and everything. So, I mean, so over overall, all the whole the whole AEW episode out of like one to ten, what would you give it? I'd give it nine and a half. Um, okay. I find I still kind of it's funny that you brought up MJF and Adam Cole. I'm finding the whole how Roderick Strong and the Kingdom's trying to keep him away from Adam Cole, keep him out, uh, keep him away from MJF, like out in the middle of nowhere with no self service. You oh, know, God. it's just hilarious. Um, funny. But yeah, I think that whole storyline is kind of funny, but I give about nine and a half. Like I okay. said, it had his little ups and downs, but everything was pretty much solid. So. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So it's a good, you took away one of my questions because I was going to ask you like how much of NXT you caught. So it seems like you cut, you caught a bit of it and everything. Okay. Yeah, I saw I saw when Cody came out, he announced the breakup um, matches for women and men. Um, he mentioned the Dusty Classic and that he was going to be the nom- not nominous general manager, the Tim Kermit special guest general manager. Cutting it short there, girl. Woo! Um, huh? She was cutting it short there. Okay. Stat literally kicked out at 2.99999. Oh. Okay. Cutting it short there, girl. Um yo, like I said, sorry. Stats on let me know my um I think it's between you and stat. I got it. <laughs> this is between me and stat right now. We're having a conversation. But no, um, yeah, like I said, I saw some of it. You know, I saw Dominic Mysterio came out. Ooh. And he had a fantastic yeah. Mac with with Ilya. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, that that was actually pretty good and everything. Okay, so I wanted to bring up NXT because I saw that there was a couple of tweets saying in it's like, okay, AEW had its regular roster on there, and then on NXT they called it like the biggest NXT ever because you had people from the main roster and legends come in to kind of like be on the show, help out, and stuff like that. And some people were like saying like, especially at the end with Braun Breaker, like how him losing the match and then getting 
chokeslam by Taker did like absolutely nothing for him and everything. So, I mean, so some people are like saying like NXT was like horrible, wasted time, did absolutely nothing to like promote the brand or promote the next stars and stuff like that. And just like, are you fucking kidding me? You have you have John Cena giving Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams the rub. You have Undertaker giving Carmelo Hayes the rub. Undertaker of all fucking people. You have Cody Rhodes not only hyping up the Dusty Classic and the breakout men and women, but also his backstage skit with um, the Goombas. I don't know the tag team name. You know, the family, the family, the family. You know, the bada-bing, bada-boom, over-top battle royal for tag teams for this week coming up. Fucking fantastic. So, what, you don't want the rub of people to elevate stars? Is that what they're trying to say? Because, let's see, you had Adam Copeland, who's been in the company since fucking forever, giving the rub to Luchasaurus. Basically, you had Paige giving the rub to Sheeta. You had Daniel Bryan's, or whatever the fuck his goat boy's calling himself now, um, giving the rub to that uh, Swerve, which I disagree with that winning. That should have gone to Swerve. Daniel should not have won that match. Oh, really? Yeah. Daniel won that match. I'm sorry. I feel like Swerve keeps getting screwed over in AEW. That's just my opinion. Okay. All right. So to, to say that you're not giving the rub, Oscar versus Roxanne, and then Shotzi coming out. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, you were giving like you need present and past talent to get people over. There's a reason why WWE house shows, SmackDowns, Raws, premium live events have pretty much been selling out. For the past six months. Yeah. Because they're elevating. They are doing everything they can. They're changing the storylines. They're making the show interesting. And then there's reasons why AEW isn't selling out. And I'm getting emails. Hey, we're going to be here and here. for. Do you want to buy tickets for $10? To, to constantly bash NXT when it's basically the C show. Again, these are people that are going to be coming up to the quote unquote main roster. Yeah. And Braun Breaker getting choke slammed by Undertaker? You don't think he got the rub for that? Are you That's kidding? What... Are you fucking yeah. No 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 no. Okay. When you get in the ring with the Undertaker, whether or not he sides with you or he puts your ass down, it's a sign of fucking respect and it's a sign of passing a torch. Similar to John Cena and LA Knight with him literally handing him the microphone last night on Friday Night SmackDown, a literal passing of the torch. Now, I'm not 100% sure whether or not Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner ever really had a feud with The Undertaker, but to get that done with that man, to be in the ring with him, Taker picks who he wants to be in the ring with on purpose. He has been in this business Longer than Tony Khan has been an annoying little shit. And these AEW smarks have been annoying little shits. He knows talent. I bet money if Undertaker went over to AEW's locker room, he could fix it up and have things that ship righted perfectly. 
because that's how fucking good he is behind the scenes and elevating people. Choke slamming Braun Breaker didn't do anything to make him look worse. It's just going to make that man angrier and more hungry. Now, I know we'll never get a match with between Taker and Braun, even though that'd be a fantastic like prime Taker. But that, that Braun Breaker, because he also got the rub from, who was it? Oh, yeah. Paul Heyman. Yeah, exactly. Jesus so, so so we're going to see <clears throat> things from Braun. He, he got the rub. And for people to say that they were pandering, no, bitch. That's not pandering. That's building up. I'm tired of it. I, and I have literally, I'm coming close because I have a block list of words. And I've unblocked some AEW stuff because, I, you know, I'm trying to give it a chance. I'm going back to blocking shit from AEW. I can't deal with their bullshit anymore. I can't deal with Tony Khan. I can't deal with Soraya bullying people on in, on Twitter. You know, and I'm sorry, but I feel bad for the people of ROH. Like, they're saying that a lot of, like, like Athena's barely been, I had barely seen Athena except for stuff that she does online. Or, if, like, they get one show, whatever. Like, I forget what it is, but people were saying, well, where's Athena? Where's the women's, the, the ROH women's title? Where's, you know, you barely see ROH anymore. And I think that's a shame because ROH, growing up when I was in college, was a fucking staple at 1 o'clock in the morning to watch like us wrestling fans because it was put on PBS at one o'clock in the morning and you got to see young CM Punk, young Adam Cole, young Shayna Baszler, Roderick Strong, the young bucks when they were there, not conceited jackasses that they are now. You got to see all these rising stars. And now it's like you took a fantastic product. And even though it was a small company, it was still a company that had heart, and you kind of destroyed that heart, in my opinion. You don't you don't use it properly. It's used as cannon fodder, and you know it, it sucks that they do that to to that show. They have all the ability to make a one hour ROH show a week. Put it on YouTube. Put your shows back on YouTube because. Dark was fantastic. I used to watch Dark because my friends were on Dark. I remember that, yeah. She she faced off Marina Shafir. Oh. Bougie was wasn't Bougie on Dark? Was it mm-hmm. I, I I'm not sure. Was Tiffany on Dark as well? I'm not sure. Yep. Sure our was. Fr- our friends, our friends were premiered on AEW shows. Even though it was a YouTube show, we got to see them wrestle. Yeah. It's just like I don't understand how Tony could let an iconic company like ROH, like Ring of Honor, which again, I'm talking back about my college days when it was just a small little rinky dink and they came out of a little curtain into a gym filled with 30 people on PBS at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And the only reason why I was up that late was because I was a resident advisor and I had to be up that late doing rounds. So it's like something awesome I could watch. I that what that's what gave me the bug for independent wrestling, but like then I lost it because when I got home we didn't have the ch- ROH on PBS down here. 
I guess mm-hmm. because I went to a rural college, kind of outside of Pittsburgh, they had it more. But you know, I miss, I miss those types of shows, like on TV, on PBS at one o'clock in the morning. I don't know. I just, I just feel like they put so much hate out for for NXT or anything WWE that like you get attacked, even if you try to defend anything. Or even if, like, you're trying to say, well, maybe AEW should... Oh, you're a WWE drone. You're an E-drone. Stop talking about AEW. You you're prefer that. Well, yeah, I do when y'all attack me. When the fan base attacks and Tony Khan calls us all avatars. And I, I wanted to say, dude, that's a, that's a football stadium in my picture. You know, the one that your daddy owns? I work at another one. You know? Because he's talking about all these people with fake avatars of WWE wrestlers and shit. I'm like... No, my shit is pictures that I take or pictures that I'm in. And right now it's pictures that I take because I'm not a picture of myself type of person. So that's my Mm -hmm. picture from the top of my section. Literally, I have to check my section every before every game. I have to turn around, hold the rail because I can't do heights very well. And I hold my phone in my one hand. I'm shaking and I take a picture. And that's what my profile picture is. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, to, to bash people that, you know, call Tony out for his bullshit that are actually, I'm legitimately worried about the man's mental health. Like he, he needs serious therapy, whether it's shock, padded room, um, something to actually, he has an addiction with social media that's not healthy and i mean i may be addicted to my phone but i'm more addicted to my games than anything else here here you go tony get a game that's it just find a game you can play on your phone when you get that urge just go get one of those brick breaker games that calms you right down i swear i play that when i got to go to bed i play those brick breaker games and it puts me right out Uh, did tony uh did uh chris win Yes, she did. She tried to show respect to Sky Blue, but Sky Blue basically just pushed her away, and Willow walked, uh, ran out to the rescue, and just told Stat to leave and leave Sky Blue alone. Yeah, I saw this picture, uh, the screenshot afterwards. So it's like these two may be turning soon. Mm-hmm. Interesting, very interesting. But um, Jolie oh. mentions about um people saying pictures and stuff is fake and stuff. I wasn't going to say anything about it because I try not to rant. I'm trying not to let things bother me. But something happened on Twitter that really honestly bugged the shit out of me. Um, For those who watched Crarian Cross's interview with Chris Bent, whatever his last name is, for the ones that sat there and said that Cross was fucking lying that he had a match with the with match with Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania 39 are so full of shit because for those that don't really know the reason Cross hasn't been on TV is because he was really close to Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt and Karrion Cross was in the works before Bray stepped away for the time that he did he wanted Alexa part of it. He wanted Scarlet, Bray, and Bo 
all part of what they wanted to happen at WrestleMania 39. So for all those that think he's lying, I'm just going to be honest with you. I've seen the counts. You're just the cross haters. You don't believe anything cross says. And that just irks me because we never got to see that. We never got to see these go one-on-one because Bray and Cross forever have always said they wanted to be in a storyline together. They wanted to have a match together. Scarlett even said that she wanted to be her and Scarlett versus Bray and Alexa in a mixed match. We're never going to get that. So people don't ever sit there and say that someone's lying about something. Because the next time you say something, how do you know you're not going to get told that you're lying about something? And that and it just really tore me up because we're never going to get that. And like I stated before, on my phone, I have a list of every wrestler that I want to meet. Then my life will be complete. On one of that list, I got to take Bray Wyatt off a way that I don't want to take off. So just sit back and shut up and just stop. Social media is not fun anymore with your jobber alerts and your hating and your bullying and your racism and your and what the heck I'll say something Tony Khan can't keep his mouth shut kind of stuff you know people think before you say something because if it was in your shoes you probably would have been hurt real bad and it just bugged me and like I said I'm trying not to rant as much trying not to let things get to me but that just like literally ate me up today considering yeah. the situation and how people brought it upon. And like I said, I I know this is sad, um, but I know those accounts because they pop up all the time on my newsfeed when it comes to cross, and I recognize them. They're just the cross haters. Of course, they're going to say something bad. Right. They're even saying something bad because they don't like Scarlet. They don't like Cross, so they're going against Scarlet on her Chamber of Horrors. Well, I'm telling you, Chamber of Horrors is really entertaining. And... I have to watch the newest episode, but they just had Gallows and Anderson on there. <laughs> uh, and then they had Drew too, right? They got Drew, Drew's they're new Drew's coming. Drew McIntyre's coming. Um Bailey. And oh, God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hold up, let me look it up, y'all. Who's the other one? It's Drew's let's see, Drew. She they're gonna have Drew, Bailey, and there's one other. Let me look it up real quick. Because I saved it. Um yeah, Pennhurst Asylum was going to be Drew McIntyre. Lizzie Bordenhouse. This one's going to be good. Isla Dawn, Alba Fire, and Kayla Oof. Braxton. Wow. And then the Winchester Mystery House, which is the last one for the season, is going to be Bailey. So, yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. If you haven't checked them out, please check out Chamber of Horrors on WWE. They make it fun, especially for the second episode cross was hilarious um it was a part now i'll give you guys a little spoiler on that um they were sitting in there and one of the ghosts goes blonde how did it go beautiful blonde scarlet mine and uh scarlet goes uh you got competition cross what you gonna do about it he just goes i ain't worried about it. it's already dead <laughs> what's this like oh lord but yeah, I mean, they make it fun. Grayson Waller had a great time in his with them. Like I said, I have not watched Docs, um, Gallows and Anderson yet. So I'm yeah. pretty intrigued to see how they react in it. Um, but yeah, like I said, check it out. 
I enjoy it. If you like Drew McIntyre, he's coming up next on one. Um, So then you got Bailey, the role model. We'll see how that goes. Wonder how that's going to go. She ain't going to have Dakota and EO to back her up. Hmm. Well, the Winchester, I understand why they did the Winchester house for Bailey because they're both, she's from San Jose and this is based in San Jose. Um, Hmm. But I do want to say, I did see that interview and there was a rumor that the whole thing was actually supposed to start at wrestlemania 39 between cross and bray and it was going to end at wrestlemania 40 Mm -hmm. so so but listen i'm going to say this right now and i've seen rumors about this and honestly i think if this happened i would be okay with it if bo came back with the uncle howdy and they continued the legacy if Alexa came back and continued the legacy, if Cross I'm all joined, for it. I'm all for it. And I want them to make sure that, you know, like if shirts and anything that goes to the kids, you know, when Braun comes back, you know, just, we, I, I feel like that we need to like, as a fan base need to help take care of that family yeah. because, um, I believe his uh, one sister posted something and I, I, I'm, I said, you know, I made a comment about like, you know, how she, um, how I was thankful that she let us enjoy her brother, which is something that I say to a lot of wrestlers, kids uh, that are current wrestlers. Like I said this to Charlotte, I've said this to Cody, um, you know, uh, thank you for letting me share memories with your father by watching him. I said that to Cody. I've said that to Charlotte, you know, just because I'm thankful for that their parents as wrestlers that gave me the relationship with my grandmother and people that bash on cross. Um, okay. So his style isn't your style. That's cool. Um, I don't watch AEW. That's fine. That doesn't make me a drone head. It just makes me in like, in all honesty, and I'm going to put this straightly out there. Number one, if Tony got his act together and stopped acting like the world's giant baby that he has been acting like lately, maybe I would give the show a little bit more of a chance. Two, if his, if he respected his original stars before all these outsiders more. I would give his show a little bit more respect and showing them because like, I, I think that's one of the Kayla's biggest pet peeves with them is that the best friends have been screwed over and overlooked time and time again. When you got FTR and all these other fucking tag teams getting the tag title shots or the trio shots over orange Cassidy and the best friends when I mean, they should, they should be tag title champions. Where's Nyla Rose? Where's Britt Baker? Where are the OGs? I mean, I'm glad Sheeta, one of the OGs, has the title again. You know, that actually makes me happy that somebody who started with the company has the title again. Because that woman has busted her ass, literally, for the company, you know? And it's funny that you bring up the tag teams, you know, with, you know, the people... Freaking Ricky Starks and Big Bill gets the titles before Best Friends? Come on now. 
I, I, I think Kat knew this was coming because she put her head down. <laughs> I mean, I understand Cash was hurt, but could you at least have them rink, relinquish? Wow. Relinquish. <laughs> relinquish the titles? If you knew, because I know you knew ahead of time more than likely. Because Cash ever hardly ever got tagged in that damn match. I don't think he ever did. Actually, I read something. I don't know if this is true, but I read something that Cash actually wasn't injured. They did it to put Starks and Big Bill over, which I think is bullshit. It's bullcrap. I'm telling you. I mean, okay. Like I said, no push, you know, who I really want to push. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. They've had matches after matches and matches and championship opportunities. They're one of the OGs before FTR, before Ricky Starks, before Big Bill, before. Now I can understand, you know, Young Bucks may be getting it, but then eventually go to Best Friends. Lucha Brothers is okay. I can handle that. Um, but why are they being overlooked? Ch- uh, Chuck and Trent work their ass off every week. They're always in brawls. They put on the best brawls with the Blackpool Combat Club, the Lucha Bros, the Young Bucks, everybody. And they help Orange Cassidy left and right. Yeah, Orange Cassidy has Hook now, but you know he's getting more people. But is it the fact? No. It's normally Tony. I would not complain about how you do stuff, but I'm gonna be honest with you. There's two things that you fucking suck at. One, the best friends are not tag team champions. AEW World Tag Team Champions. If you want to give them Ring of Honors, yeah, I guess there'll be some kind of honor. But why? Because they wouldn't defend it, or we've never seen. And two, get your freaking women division. Under tact as well. Now, I think I know where Britt might be. Britt might be sitting out kind of helping Adam Cole get better or whatever. That might be her case. Um, but Jolie's right. Where is Nyla Rose? Um, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love Sky Blue. I love Willow. You know, just different people. It's just the people that's been there from the start are getting overlooked. And, I mean... I don't know, just, your women division sucks. And there's so much stuff. Honestly, if I had the damn money, I would come to you and buy AEW. And my two co-hosts right here would be my executive vice presidents, and we would make AEW way better than what your ass ever did. Thank you. First order of business, fuck you, Sammy Guevara, you're fired. Hell yeah. Sammy would be first. Um, Chris Jericho? You're a good dude. You can stay behind the scenes. That's fine, but you're done wrestling. Samuel, Jack to... Jack Hagar, get the fuck out. Oh, uh, by the way, my toilets need cleaning while you go. Not put him as a janitor. I'll make him clean the bathrooms. <laughs> Let's see. Who else would I fire? No, wait, wait. You said Sammy, so you gotta take Ta- uh, Taya with her. Yeah, she can go too. Sorry. Later. Bye, bitches. Uh, let's see. Who else would I fire? Who else would I fire? Oh, no, putting Jolie as EVP. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> no, at least I won't have to do. At least come to me for permission first. But I, I mean, some of the ones you've already named, I'd say go ahead and just 
But Hagar would be stuck. Hagar would be stuck cleaning toilets, so he would never be known that he was still there. That's true. Actually, I think that's pretty much all I would fire at the moment. Next thing, if I was EVP of ABW, hi, Paul Levesque, let's talk. Forbidden door. A proper. Well, that one. would definitely be something we would do. Yes. Pharrell. If I was the owner, and we were, yes, we would set that up. And then we would have a meeting with AEW, sit down with everybody. Who do you want to go up against? Like, for example, you know, I would recommend a stat. How about Charlotte Flair? But then I would recommend, and then I would ask her, who would she love? But I've seen in the thing, she would love to go up against stat. Yeah. They both would. So, I mean, hell yeah, that would definitely be on a book. So, this would be a Survivor Series over two nights. You would have. A male's war games and a female's war games. Title versus title matches, definitely. I would probably do LWO versus Latino groups over in there just because. Um, Nyla versus Naya. Let's see what else. Um, Jericho, I would have in a match, but it would be a retirement match. Um, put them up against. Career versus uh John Cena. I I honestly would love because I did like their feuds. No, you know what? No. Career versus career, Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. And honestly, I think how it goes, the AEW side or New Japan side always wins. We'd make sure the AEW side will win over over no, we would make sure that we would we'd switch. For example, Jericho, we want you out. Kevin's side would win. The WWE would side. We would switch it up. Because with the Forbidden Door now, you can almost predict who's going to win every time. And the one match that I think a lot of people want is Will Ospreay versus Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. In a hair versus hair match. Loser has to shave their head. <laughs> Speaking of Kenny Omega, um, I'll tell you this. You'll get a track out of this. Um... The last time I was on um, JD's um, WrestleBread from Fanatics Network, which you all check it out. It's a good, um, she does really good predictions and stuff. Um, we were talking about Kenny Omega and I brought up you, how you call him Ramen Noodlehead. And she goes, I cannot unsee that. <laughs> so she loved the fact that you said that. She's like, hmm, Ramen Noodlehead. But hey, what I got coming up next for us, find, um, who knows, between what we got and this, we could uh, we could buy AEW or our own wrestling company. Mm, inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said inquiring minds want to know, but we'll we'll get into that. But like later. I said, I'm oh, not say nothing. All right. <sighs> I fucking forgot what I was talking about. Uh oh. Well, we, we were talking wait. about we were talking about. Uh, NXT as a waste of time against AEW because they had their originals, but technically you can't call Edge an original. He's he's brand new. Um, and then now okay. it's just to go on to SmackDown. I didn't. No, I'm just saying like I'm going off of what you had sent to us, but we were talking about NXT. I... Ladies I and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Cat has um needs to start taking her her multivitamins for her brain. No, I can't go to SmackDown yet because I was gonna. I didn't even get a chance to, to ask Kayla what she thought about the whole NXT thing. Oh, okay. We got, we got extremely way off topic. 
And I was gonna say, and I was gonna say first before I threw it to Kayla that I agreed with you, Jolie, because it's like if you're taking two of the next up and coming stars, Roxanne Perez and Braun Breaker, putting it, them in the ring with legends like Asuka and Undertaker, that's a tremendous amount of respect, a tremendous amount of trust, and. It's like, even with losses and choke slams and everything, it's like the people, in the, nobody in the back would ever say, hey, I got into the ring with Undertaker or Asuka. It went, went round and round and everything like that. Just to get, just Braun Breaker getting in Taker's face and everything. That just shows, that just shows amount of trust and respect right there. And Cena's so face. It's like, he, get, also, he also got in Cena's face too. I forgot about that. Yeah, that too and everything. So the people thinking like that was like a whole waste of time was absolute bullshit. Kaylee, you want anything real quick before we go to SmackDown? No, you're good. Okay, perfect. <laughs> no, 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 not, not perfect. Sorry, sorry. I've had a beer, y'all. So forgive me. And I haven't, I actually haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> it is almost 8.45 at night, Texas time. Why the fuck have you not eaten? Because <sighs> I wasn't hungry at first. And then by the time we were getting stuff ready, we were ready to go here, so it's okay. It's late there. You, you no worries. That, I wasn't hungry at 6 o'clock, so it's fine. This bitch. I had Taco Bell, and I'm starved right now, so I'm looking at pizza, so forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this shit up. Saturday, uh, Friday Night Smackdown, season premiere. Roman Reigns finally got off his ass and came back. Uh... I <laughs> you just said that. Like, got off his ass. Well, shit, his damn contract shows him, he shows up sporadically, but it does elevate things a little bit. So it's just like, Roman comes back, we finally get an LA night, uh, Roman uh, stare down to that effect, and then, uh, Joel, you said earlier, Cena kind of giving LA night the rub and everything. Uh, We got LWO versus Hurt Business 2.0 on the rise, which Bianca Belair may come back and uh, join into the join the party and everything. And Jade shows up, and we got to stare down with her and Charlotte. We have we have general managers again. Uh, we finally know who got traded to SmackDown. Kayla, I'm glad, I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better about that, so you'll see Cody for sure. And so it's <laughs> so uh, so Kayla like. Friday night, like, set it off completely, and now I can't wait to see what comes up on Monday. I mean, that SmackDown, and I'm gonna be honest, they've been killing it. Um, you know, Roman re- um, returned, um, and you know, him and Cena, um, bringing back memories. Um, Nick Aldis is SmackDown general manager. Adam Pierce getting the honor and recognition that he deserved because I mean that that man went through hell and back on Raw and SmackDown, right. and now that he's permanently on Raw, I am so happy for him. Um, and I love the fact that uh, Dominic Mysterio came out and Triple H was giving him hell about the booing and and you know and he's like uh, he went um. And it was just different things and um, back and forth. And then he's like, here, have this microphone. It might work. Oh, man, they really, I thought they were piping it in, but this is real. 
I mean, that was just that was great. hilarious. That was fucking. I hilarious. mean, Triple H giving Dominic Mysterio was just hell, and I love the fact when they announced Nick. Nick goes, "I'm a huge fan of your of father." Your dad. <laughs> so I mean, it was. I'm so happy for Nick. Um, we had to see him more, and the fact that he was backstage. You know, with Chelsea coming up, trying, and he was, you could already tell he was getting annoyed with Chelsea. Um, and he told Charlotte things were going to change that, you know, and I actually believe him. And then the fact we did get the stare down and the confrontation between her and Jade um, makes me even more excited for that match because I know it's going to be one hell of a banger match when it does happen. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I cannot believe I'm saying this. It's just promos. She kind of growing on me a little bit. No, it's not quite, but it's okay. Just, just the promos and just the, you know, I guess because I'm seeing, I'm starting to see the stare downs. I'm starting to see the compatibility. I'm starting to see what and who she's going up against is what's getting me interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so much is happening. And, you know, the fact with the whole, you know, stuff at the end with the bloodline, and speaking of the bloodline, it was not Abriel put it on his Twitter uh, on his Instagram. He likes just throwing hints out there. I know he's coming back, but there was a video posted on Cross's page that he was backstage watching the bloodline on the stage at the end. <laughs> and those for who don't know, um, he was a part of that. Let's turn into Hourglass in August of 2022, or tw- was it 21? When did he come back? 21. No, last year. Yeah, last year. August of 2022, the return to Greenville, South Carolina, in my hometown of SmackDown. He turned Scarlet Turning Hourglass on Roman Reigns. And it ain't done yet. I don't know what's happening. What we're going to get, it's going to be up and he's going to be back. And Mm -hmm. um, so, and he, for those who don't know, he's growing his hair out. Um, He's got the little man bun going, and he actually said that he wanted to go, was it as far as 1995 Undertaker hair long length? Whatever hair. Yeah, that's what I said. Why? I was just like, I don't know. Trying something different. I don't know. Um, Only if he puts it back like braid, not the, not with the dreads and braids and everything like that, but maybe like ponytail wise and everything. I, I don't know. Possibly, I mean, you know, I could possibly see it. <clears throat> But as a cross fan, um, I'm going to like anything he does. So, I mean, that's not going to change. But, no, SmackDown was great. It has been great. Now that, you know, it's a whole new season, we got a general manager. Um, mm-hmm. Now we just got to work on getting those title belts split. So, yeah. Um, no offense, Cody. No offense. But you really didn't finish the story, bud. That's not. But then this funny thing, someone from Fanatics Network says, technically he did finish the story. Because Dusty never held those titles. Okay, well. No, that's not the story he wants to <laughs> no. every, And every fucking person who's a fan knows it. But anyway, I know. But, we know I'm being funny, but. I know. No, it was great. I enjoyed it. Um, let's see if Monday Night Raw can beat it. Exactly. I- I'm sorry. Um, hold on. Did, did you just say that Cross wants to grow his hair out like The Undertaker? Yes. No, dude, there are certain men that look good with long hair. You're not one of them. You're you're going to look like, don't get me wrong. I like Cross. I do. But with you with long hair, you're going to look like the hipster on the corner, dude. You're just going to put a flannel on next? Come on. 
You look like a fucking badass out of hell. I'm gonna beat the fucking shit out of you when you had that nice tight hair. It was it was not long, not like super short or super long. It was like the perfect height for you. God, I some people with long hair I just don't like. Can't help it. They just remind me of hipsters. Let's see if I can find a picture for you. Oh no. It's not it's not bad right now, but you can tell he's growing it out. I'm trying to find that one picture. Are him and AJ Styles gonna have a Pantene commercial off? Maybe. I mean, at this rate, they might. Now, see, yeah. I did miss SmackDown, but I was able to uh, watch clips because I work Friday nights, unless I'm gifted a, a Friday night off, which I was not this week. I was gifted Saturday night off, which is odd for me. Trust me, this is very fucking weird for me right now. Not working a Saturday is just weird. Um, Which sucks because today's New York Comic Con. Anybody that went, dude, jealous. Uh, I saw Sasha's line. Like, she was dressed as Woody from Toy Story. Like, she had a costume on. She was very cute. There you go. He's got it grown out, and the one picture has a man bun going. Oh, no. Not the man bun, too. That's total hipster. Come on, dude. <laughs> you, Yo, you want to see what I just showed them? Go to uh, at Real Killer Cross on Instagram and check out his pictures. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's just... I, I saw the clips, um... The one thing that I wanted to touch on was the two stare downs. Jade versus Charlotte, I thought was very epic because there was all that back and forth between the two of them, kind of. Um, or both acknowledging the other person, saying that they wanted to go against them. And then the Cody Roman stare down. And to me, I thought that was like the spark. Like the story's not finished yet. Yeah, he has the tag titles. But there, there's more coming, and I think, you know, we're in for a hell of a ride uh, ramping up to WrestleMania 40. Kind of can't wait for that, to be perfectly honest. Oh, and uh, Zelina Vega <laughs> goes, um, sir, at Logan Paul, excuse me, on Twitter. That's who I want to see him go up against, Zelina Vega. And Zelina kicked that ass. And what, how she's, how does she say flip-flop? What is it? Is it Chunkla? Chunkla. Bring us oh, yeah. four of them. But I will oh. say I will say this. Ever since like that's been announced, a lot of people seem hype for Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio. So that's actually kind of cool that it actually does have that type of hype. <laughs> so Kat, I wanted to ask you a question. Sure. Tomorrow night, we are recording this on 10-14-2023. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night, how do you feel? I'm fucking ready. It's good. I mean, I... I get nervous during the playoffs no matter what. I mean, some, and I'll be fully honest, sometimes I don't watch the whole, I, sometimes I don't, most of the time I don't watch the games out of like my anxiety and everything like that. But of course, I'll keep track of the score, scores and stuff like that. But when I found out that this matchup was going to happen for ALCS, I'm like going, oh my God, for the next week, Texas is going to be on fire because every year, the silver boot series between the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. And now we're getting it for the, we're getting it in the playoffs postseason for the very first time for the American league pennant. Okay. Quick question because I'm stupid. Where are okay. the Texas Rangers based out of Arlington? Fuck. I can't. Mm, um, what? Have, have fun. Good luck. I'm not cheering for either one team. Actually, okay. no, actually, no, I, uh, 
I want Philly's Astros 2.0. I'm on a revenge. You want the revenge. You want the revenge. I, I, I want the revenge because I think this team is <laughs> 10 times different than last year's team. I really do. There, There's just something special. Just like there was something special about the Astros last year, there's something special about the Phillies this year. There is because it was like it was like that once it was like the Braves couldn't even get past them. So, um, yeah, and I I actually I have said, you know, I did get into a little feud with um, Blooper, but that was his own fault. He fucked around and found out he he talked shit on the fanatic and you don't talk shit on the fanatic. So so the Diamondbacks mascot, I think, is doing the same shit. Um, We're going to tag in Gritty for this one. And I don't think anybody want to fucks with Gritty. So y'all got a mascot they might want to take a seat because we got some crazy motherfuckers over here and don't forget we also got swoop and we got the union snake dupe yeah don't fuck with us when it comes to our mascots we will fuck you up but like i honestly gave the braves a lot of props i thought their game game two was fantastic that was very hurt like i believe one of my uh wip guys that i listened to um, said that it took heroics to win that and it really did and it's just like Nick Cassiano said it the best when you when we get punched in the face we come back and I, I think that that's just what changed I think that loss is just what kicked fired him uh, the Arcia quote didn't help um, but I have been getting so much hate on TikTok and Twitter because I said we have some of the best fans in all of sports and I keep getting called scumbag and scum of the earth. It's been fun. Phillies fans, we we get all the hate. Yeah, we've never killed anybody in our stadium. I can guarantee you that. Miami killed a, a, a Miami fan killed a Patriots fan. It made national news. But I think if it if it happened in Philly, it would have been worldwide news because everybody hates Philly. Not as much as people hate Houston. At least the Astros. But it's mainly the Astros. I think everybody hates Dallas a lot more. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's the Astros. But I wish the Astros the best of luck in the ALCS. Uh, We all know that I'm rooting for the Phillies. I'm also as nervous as you are. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm just elated that I get postseason baseball. But um, dear fans of Queen's Takeover podcast, please pray for your loyal jester. She's got to deal with not only Germany versus Mexico soccer fans but she also has to deal with the nlcs game two and flyers opening game at wells fargo this tuesday luckily they moved up the flyers game to six o'clock instead of seven so that gives them a little bit more time but the jester has to leave her house by noon just to park that's that's gonna be fun (laughs) all right kayla any final thoughts um, no, not really. Um, other than you guys probably heard that, uh, I do Outrage Control Fanatics Network. Um, till further notice, I'm basically flying solo. So make sure to check me out Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, just talking about anything. I don't know what I'm going to, uh, I mean, I know what I'm talking about coming up. So by the time this release, you'll probably find me on there. Oh, and another surprising thing is coming for the Queen's Takeover. You let you people will not find out in this episode, but I am going to actually not keep this one from them. I'm going to let them know when we go off air. So, Okay. Jolie, any final thoughts? Um, Just that we are all Houston Texan fans on this show tomorrow. 
because we want them to beat the Saints. <laughs> At this point, I've given up on fucking football. Yes, but you can still hate the Saints. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan, from World Elite Podcast. I love you, buddy, but I'm not rooting for your Saints. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, there, there is one thing I do want to say. It's going to be a little bit heavy. It's going to be brief. Right now, the world is in conflict with this Israel-Hamas war. Um, I think that we need to stand by anybody who is losing their lives to terrorists. And we just need to hope to God that no more children lose their lives in this conflict. And it, it's just sad. And um, I got to learn to love each other because... Hate is just bringing us down. It really is. And so today being October 14th is technically National I Love You Day. So ladies, I love you. Love you too. Love you too. (laughs) And fans, I love you guys as well. Just be nicer to each other. And let's tone down the toxicity of the IWC because... Y'all wouldn't say half this shit in person to us, so don't say it online. Like I said, I will call Dom Dom in at a live event a baby back bitch if I get the chance. I've yelled the bear suck to Seth Rollins. I say shit to people. I heckle. That's what's fun about heckling heels. But don't be assholes and don't be bullies. And please, for the love of God, and I've seen this out there, from some of you so-called fans on both sides, stop telling people to unalive themselves. That's bullshit, and that's just wrong. And that's all. All right. So that's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.